Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hey guys, I've been telling you about how we are big fans of Tacova's boots. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for our listeners. Tacova's will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. That's T-E-C-O. V-A-S dot com and point your toes west. Left you a little something before the show started, Daniel. Oh, that's lovely. I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> Hi, everybody. How are you? Very well yourselves. We don't have Joelle today. She's no doing Joelle. How Daniel, you Who am I going to talk about Ahsoka with? <laughs> I thought today was the day. Daniel, you really have to raise the bar today. You have to be all things Joelle and all things Daniel. Oh, goodness. What a, what a high bar, but I will do my best, I promise. Do you feel confident speaking for the LGBTQ community? <laughs> Uh, you have already uh, failed, Daniel, as Joel. No. Sounds yes. like a no. Sounds like a no, Daniel. Donald, you're finally oh, I think this is our first podcast since you're you're allowed to talk about whatever bullshit Star Wars shit you want to talk about. Well, first of all, eat these balls, Zach. Eat these hey, balls, Zach. There it is. First of all, there's that. But second, go ahead. What do you love? Ahsoka? I do love Ahsoka. I'm not gonna lie. I I loved it so much that I still watch it now. I've watched every episode except for the first two. The first two is backstory. I didn't need to necessarily know it. Everybody else did, but I'm one who kept up with Rebels. I didn't know that Sabine and Ahsoka were, you know, training as Padawan and Master, Master and Padawan, but, you know, I didn't need all of the... We've got a map to find Ezra's story. Fuck that shit. Let's get right into it. Let's go get this boy. Could someone watch this show if they don't know Star Wars, uh, all the different chapters and lore? If you like Star Wars, this is the show for you. If you're somebody that's like, I don't give a shit either way, 
this isn't for you. But no, but I'm someone- saying if I haven't watched everything, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to try Ahsoka. I don't know the whole, everything that's happened. Could I you watch don't, it? You, I don't necessarily think these people exist. This person that you're talking about right now, well, I it's don't me. Think exists. It's me. I don't watch all the stuff. There's I know, no way I know Vader. See- sorry, spoilers. I know Vader was Luke Skywalker's father. Okay, what else do you know? What? Um, I know that they can. Um, they have powers, and they can make um, like uh, like a stormtrooper go. These aren't the droids I'm looking for. Mm. Right. Yeah. Do you know about any systems that you want to talk about? The Dagobah system. <laughs> there it is. Actually, we were in Vegas this weekend, and I was asking Donald, "What is the where?" I was trying to ask him some trivia. I said, "Which planet has the most Star Wars action taking place on it?" What was your it's answer? Tatooine. Tatooine. It's in everything. And then I asked him if they ever revisit the the one with the Ewoks, because I like that planet. It was very pretty. Endor. And you said, no, they don't go back to Endor. No, well, you know what? In, <laughs> These are the questions I was asking him as you walked to the casino In the floor. Rise of Skywalker, <laughs> the planet that they're on where yeah. the Death Star is in the water. Yeah, that's in the that's in the same system as Endor, obviously, wow. because I'm so proud of your knowledge. It's in the same system. Right. Well, it's I don't know if that was indoor, but it's definitely in the same system because I just like saying Dagobah system. I know you love that word. <laughs> I live the Dagobah system and my jetpack <laughs> is out of juice. Um, Donald and I went to F1 in Vegas. It was a lot of fun. Are we allowed to talk about the things that we witnessed this weekend? You mean who other we than met? cars? Who yes. we met? Yeah, why, other would than that cars. Be, why would that be a secret who we met? Who did you meet? Do you want? Do you want me to be the one to tell him? You tell the story. I want to make Daniel jealous. Yeah, you tell. I'm, the story. I'm already. Je- I saw the Instagram stories. I was like, of course. Well, you tell the you tell the story of who we met. You tell the story. Of, you you already met the person, and then who we ran into. Well, and and then who we ran to to at the. I'm a, I'm friends with Jared Land, who created the Red Camera. This man is a, a brilliant mind, and the, for those who don't know, the Red Camera is one of the most common. Uh, cinema, digital cinema cameras that's that's used. Some directors swear by it, mm. like like David Fincher, Fincher. for example. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a it's a brilliant camera. I own a a low end small version of it called the Red Komodo, and there's all different levels of the Red. It's a really amazing camera. Anyway, I'm lucky enough to be friendly with Jared Land, who created, and he was at F1, and he said, "Come by, we're in this suite," and I knew who he was with, and I I said, "Donald, come with me." because I have a little surprise for you. And Donald was coming back from the bathroom. He's like, what are you doing? I said, just follow me. Oh, man. And we went to the suite, and it was in a really good location for watching it. (laughs) Yeah, that shit was like pod racing, man. For real, for real. That shit, I got there right away. when When they take off, the first lap is some bullshit. I guess it's the pole position. Let's get into position. Oh, right. yeah, the formation. Starting, I think it's the heating up the tires, Donald. They, they yeah, do a lap the formation, heat up the tires. Lap, whatever that lap. shit is. That's some bullshit. You didn't like care. that. You didn't like the formation. That lap. wasn't <laughs> exciting to me. Well, exciting. I don't think it's meant to be exciting. It's not, it's not the start of the race. <laughs> right, it's not the start of the race. Okay. But the start of the race right away, accident. Boom. Yep. Right away. Yeah. Right, right away. away. Yeah. Turn one. I felt bad for that guy. We were at the start and the finish. Yeah, we were right above where they do all the, you know, where they where they pull in to, to what do they call it? Where they, the pit, pit stop. The pit stop. We were right yeah. above the pits. 
That's which so leads me to the end, my next story. So <laughs> we walk and we go to this suite and we come around a bend and my friend Jared is very tall and he's in a pink hoodie. So I see him and he's- No, let's alone. talk about how we first, they wouldn't let us into the suite first. Oh yeah. Cause he was like, he was like, just come here and just get in. I go, how am I going to get in? It's like the owner's suite. He's like, he's like, you guys are famous. You'll be fine. I'm like, well, I don't know if that's going to work. So at first we walk up and because we had a we were there with T-Mobile, so we had T-Mobile uh, IDs, and they were like, "No, no, no, you can't get in here." And I was T-Mobile like, oh. also sponsoring the race, right? But anyway, mm. so so then another woman who worked there came up and she did recognize Donald and I, and she was like, told the other woman, "Like, no, no, they're fine, they're fine." She said, "Who are you looking for?" I said, "I'm looking for my friend. Uh, he's in a. He just told me that he's in a like a hot pink hoodie." And I was like, okay, so she helps us look at him. We can't find him. We're looking around. We go outside. We're, we come around to Ben. And there in the corner, waiting for Donald and I, is David Fincher and Brad Pitt. What? Yeah, watching the race, ready to watch Whoa. it with, with Donald and me. Whoa. <laughs> it was wow. cool, right, Donald? Donald, wow. Donald I was worried because on the way there, Donald was saying like, if Brad Pitt's really there, I'm gonna ask for a selfie. And I go, Don't ask no, I for did a not selfie. say that. Don't you did say dead. that. You I said you you may have been I kidding. You may have been kidding, but you're like, I'm gonna ask for a selfie for Casey. And I go, Don't Yeah, I you. did say that. You're right. And I, I go, did. and I go, I go, Don't you dare ask for a selfie. That's gonna be embarrassing. And I yeah. was like, and then you held it together. You didn't ask for a selfie. I kept it together very well, actually. I I was on my best behavior. So then uh we come around to Ben. There they are, and Donald. We're thank both God, chill. Yeah, we asked. We There's were cool. one time in my life where where Zach and I met someone where we were like, "Holy shit, he looks just like he does in the movies and stuff." And it was when we met Benjamin Bratt. Mm. And this is back in the early days of Scrubs. I think this is season one, and we got invited to a party. But this and was way cooler. No offense to Benjamin Bratt. Ben, <laughs> but, I love but, you, bro. But Fincher, even though Pitt. I called you Emilio once <laughs> accidentally, I love you, bro. Friend of the show. Uh no, it was cool, man. And 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 Brad is just as handsome in person as I met him a long time ago. But he's he was Dude, so he looks cool. like he does in the movies, wow. man. He does. My not. wife was like, my wife when I told Casey about it, she was like, he's handsome, ain't he? <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, he looked so cool. Like he wasn't like right. you know, it wasn't in a hoodie. He had like a fucking fit on. He looked wow. cool. Yeah. That and Fincher also, man, that was also. And Fincher really was awesome, and he and we. I got to tell him I loved his new movie, which I did. I recommend seeing The Killer. It's really oh, cool. Yeah, I got it's to on see Netflix. That. And uh, and then Donald and I just acted cool, like we were chilling with the three of them for a little bit, right? Donald, yeah. we held it together. We did. We talked shit. You know, we found out why they were there and what they were doing, and yeah, you know, if, it was cool. It was it was really awesome. Yeah. And then, and then Zach's like, "Yo, look, man." We're going out tonight. And this is around, what's around midnight? It was probably around 11, 1130 midnight, yeah. And I'm like, I want to gamble, bro. Let's go play. Let's go play the tables. He's like, nah, let's go out. And we're hanging out with Common. We're hanging out with the head of T-Mobile. We're in the suite with all of our people. You oh, know you know what's what cool that you missed? Donald was Ryan Klugman's Tedder. Klugman's there. Uh, Klugman's there. Andrew yeah. Panay's there. Like, all of our people are there. We're, wow. like, amongst our family, right? Like, our crew. And I'm like, and Zach's like, they're like, let's go here. And Zach's like, no, we're going to go here. And I'm like, dude, we're with the posse. And he's like, no, we're going to go here. And he's insistent. 
Well, like, if we were going to go, we were in Vegas, right? And we had already, I had already been crushed at blackjack. Like, I don't know, Donald, if you won or not, but I got fucking crushed. I didn't win anything. Yeah. You I know what crushed. I want? I want a nice, I want a nice little Gucci outfit. That's what yeah. I want. Well, I got crushed at blackjack. So I was like, let's go to one party. And we went, it was so crowded. So we, we like stayed for like 25 minutes. It was so packed. It was uncomfortable. Um, but we had fun, man. We had a good time, didn't we? And, um, and, you know, F1 is awesome, but it, it really, the funny thing, and I know I'm not the only one who says this, is it's cool to go watch them go, nyum, 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 but you really have to watch it on TV. You, everyone's in the suite watching it on yeah. TV. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I liked watching them go by, too. Zip, zipping by, watching the car zip by in front of a monitor with Brad Pitt and, and, and Fincher. Yeah. And Jared Land, that was the dopest part. Yeah, that was cool. Of yeah. anything. And and I didn't mind them just zipping by for that brief. Well, what's also know. cool is that Brad is in. I call him Brad now. Brad is in um, <laughs> that F one movie, so he was like saying like insider shit because he knows it all because he's you know making an F one movie. That was cool. Wow, that's yeah. so cool. You know what? You know what? Being there does show you when the cars are just zipping by. When you watch it on TV, it really makes it seem like people are closer than they are. But when you're watching the race live, you're really like, wow, Max Verstappen is really far ahead of everybody. Yeah. Uh, just like zips by and then 15 seconds later, someone else zips by. It's like, oh, wow. Yeah. On TV, on TV, it seems like they're for they're closer, I guess. But it's yeah. not that it's not that far away. Like when you say like he's that much ahead, it's like tenths of a second, though. It's like. <laughs> But you have no context. When you're there, if you're just watching, you have no context of what's happening. Like you right. need to, actually when we went to to with Fincher and Pitt and Jared, they had the perfect setup because they were outside on on you know of the suite on a ledge, but then they just had a monitor right there. So you could you could easily watch both. It's most people go out and like check it out for a second and then you go in the suite and watch it on TV because otherwise you just have no idea what's going on. It was cool. They had the perfect setup, and it was right in front of the pit. No pun intended. No pun intended. That's what you hear. Literally. Anyway, I was trying to say, Donald, but the night before you came, um, Ryan Tedder um, sang in the suite, and he did this medley of his songs, and I had no idea how many fucking hits he's written. Too late to apologize. Do you know that he wrote Halo for... for it's too um, late. He wrote Halo for Beyonce? Wow. Yeah. I did not know that. Remember these walls we built and tumbling down. And he wrote a song. He wrote one of Adele's mega hits. He wrote, um, I mean, he wrote uh, so many, um, a Miley hit. Like, he's got Stop so many hits. and stare. What's the one he had for, for Top Gun? That was a hot one. Yeah. The one that was hot for the summer. And he wrote uh, as it was, as it was. I love that song. As it was, no way. The guy's a hit machine. And all is just the same. Yeah, and he was really super sweet. And you know what he said to me? What did he say? You made the best soundtrack of all time. Ah, hard agree. So hard agree. I liked him even more after he said that. (laughs) I'm going to say you made the best mixtape of all time. Why do you got to fucking... Well, that is. I mean, I don't know why I'm about to defend that. Yeah, it's a mixtape. That's the (laughs) fucking dopest compliment you could give it. That was the dopest mixtape ever. All right. Well, today on the show... Regardless of what type of music you listen to, you find something on there. 
Mm-hmm. Not a um, lot of hip hop. Not a lot of hip hop. Actually, no hip hop. But hey, no. You know, when we had the Surgeon General talking about loneliness, and I thought it was a good segue into having someone on to talk about relationships because a healthy relationship can be uh, one of the things to contribute to you getting out of your loneliness, one getting out of their loneliness. I have thoughts. Yeah, you're going to have lots of thoughts. But uh, this woman, Jillian Tarecki, uh, has a podcast, and she's really an incredible uh, person. And we, I, we asked her to be on, and she said yes right away. And I think she's going to give us some uh, insightful things on relationships, both if you're in a relationship and like Donald Faison and Daniel Goodman. Is that your last name? Nailed it. And also those um, people out there who are looking to be in a healthy relationship. I recommend following her on Instagram because she she drops a lot of knowledge, lots of good quotes and lots of good little sound bites. And um, I found that, you know, I have a, I have a friend who's um, going through a tough time with dating. And I, I just I found that I was sending her so many of these quotes. And I said, I should we should try and have this woman on because she just really says some very insightful things about dating. So we're lucky that she's here. Daniel, is she here? She is here. Okay, let's invite her in. Well, how about we account in right before that? Five, six, Here's seven, eight. stories about a show we made About a bunch of docs and nurses And a janitor who loved to hate I said, here's the stories That we all should know So gather around to hear our Gather around to hear our Scrubs Rewatch Show with Daniel, do you feel that you're being your, your full Joel at this moment so far in the show? Uh, I, I made sure you guys count in. So, so far, yes. <laughs> okay. Hey! Hello! How, How are, are you guys? So what nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Thank you for coming on our show. I really appreciate it. I was just saying before you came in the room that I have a friend who's going through a really tricky dating time and i have just been blasting her with your quotes on instagram oh and, thank uh, you you're just so um i love the way you phrase things and we just had the surgeon general on uh, a, a couple of weeks ago and he was talking about loneliness and i thought a good segue after loneliness would be to have been a relationship expert on because i just think some of the things that you say your videos they're just really really helpful and um and, and I'm just so glad that you said yes to joining us. Well, I appreciate the compliments and the kind words, and I appreciate the invitation. So it's I'm a big giant love fest. Can I play one of your uh, audio clips to start us off? Do you sure. mind if I do that? Oh, okay. my God. Yeah. Which All one? right. Nice. Everyone should follow uh, Jillian Tarecki on Instagram. And here's one of her pinned top videos. Let's see if I can manage the audio of this uh, well enough. Relationships rarely end because of a lack of love. They more commonly end because of a lack of connection. And it's in the absence of connection that people's motivation to meet each other's needs fades. And what causes this lack of connection? Well, it's not so common that it's a big thing, a big event that causes the rupture in a relationship. What's much more common is these little things that get stacked up over time. It's the little micro rejections that happen in a given day or over weeks, months, and years. It's the consistently 
always looking down at the at your phone when your partner is trying to tell you a story or vice versa. It's the not the one time you didn't care about their feelings. It's the several times you didn't care about their feelings. It's not the one time that they didn't listen to us. It's the consistent times that we've tried to share something with them and they didn't listen. It's these little micro rejections that stacked over time that really hurts the most and causes the most disconnection. I thought that was great. It's true. So tell us about that. It's so darn hard um, out there. <laughs> Let's just use that as a jumping off point. Um, it's darn hard in here too, man. It's right out there. I, of in course, there, love is be, so man. vulnerable, whether you're in a relationship or you're not. But I just want to use that 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 video quote of you as a jumping off point. Um, tell us about that. Uh, so what you're kind of saying there to me is that relationships um, end or fall apart, not because necessarily some major thing happened, although of course that does, but a sort of micro erosions of, of the relationship. Can you speak yeah, to it's that? A good, Wait, yeah, that's a good way to put it. What were you going to say? Before we, before we go forward, but then aren't all relationships doomed to fail because don't we in some way settle for certain things in people that were like that, that uh, I can live with that. But then over as time, as time goes on, doesn't that. But Jillian's going to tell us that we have to do, we have to communicate and do repairs yeah. on our relationship. I don't think really all relationships are doomed to fail. I mean, if you go into a relationship with that belief, yes, your relationship is doomed to fail. But the truth is, I mean, think about your own lives. And, you know, I'm sure that you all, you both have been in many relationships i'm assuming maybe yes. not but a few yes. so only one no many only but just, one. Just, just many many both of us have been many but just for many context donald is very happily married and i'm single so you have both you have both sides okay of the great so just look back at your past have you ever broken up with someone or a relationship ended regardless of who initiated it and you still love the person yes of course. So, yeah. So it's really, it's rarely like people rarely end their relationships because they don't love each other anymore. They really end it because they don't feel connected to each other. And it's the lack of connection that leads to also a lack of passion. So it's not just, it's, yes, so it's part of attraction, but it's, it's like, when we don't feel connected to each other, we don't feel as motivated to do the things that we did in the beginning of the relationship. We don't feel as motivated to show up. We don't feel as motivated to communicate. We don't even feel as motivated to have sex. I mean, maybe, but not often like that goes downhill too. And that is just a symptom of the fact that there isn't a connection. And the thing is that everyone's primary aim in a relationship has to be how can we remain connected through all the vicissitudes of life and all the craziness and all the what I, and it could be ruptures that are in the actual relationship itself or just the fact that life fucking happens sorry i'm sorry i have a potty you can curse. like that no. curse okay you're <laughs> I'm like, a I'm like a truck driver. You know that life happens, right? And so how do we stay connected through that? And 
oftentimes we will feel disconnected from ourselves. We're going through our own shit. We're, we're feeling disconnected from self and we're bringing that to the relationship. So mm. it really is, it's not about a lack of love. It's how do we stay connected and being aware of the fact that like, it is really easy to reject the person who you love unconsciously. So it's like every time you look at your phone, when they're actually trying to connect with you, there's a there's a rejection there. And look, sometimes we're going to do that. Our phones are very addictive, but we don't want to make a habit of it. Or it's just like, you know, a really common thing is we get stressed out. And when we get stressed out, we get in our heads. And the more we live in our heads, the more we are emotionally unavailable to our partner. And then a really common scenario is one person's in their head a lot and the other person's like, what's wrong? And then, then the person who's in their head is like starting to get defensive. Like, why do you keep asking me what's wrong? Because we get protective of our own bullshit. We get protective of our own stress. We get protective of being in our heads all the time. When really what this person is doing, what your partner is doing, what your lover is doing is trying to connect with you. And so it does take a tremendous amount of self-awareness to make a relationship thrive. And I think that it is incumbent upon all of us to, to rise to that challenge because that is what helps us grow. Is the secret sauce communication? Yeah, I mean, that's that's a huge secret sauce is communication. But the other secret sauce, which is just as important as accountability. I would say that that really is. Wait, speak more to that. How do you how do you mean? Because we have to be responsible and accountable for the amount of dysfunction that we bring to a relationship. So. People like to play the blame game. And if we're feeling disconnected, we like to create a story about how it's the other person's fault mm. and how it's not our fault. And there is like, there is a magic. It's like the person, the people who are so free with their apology, not in a people pleasing way, but just really like, oh my God, I got to own the fact that I just hurt you. I got to own the fact that I've been in my head. I've got to own the fact that like, I haven't been as great of a partner to you as I really should be this week. Those are the people who do very well in relationships. Wow. I like that. Taking responsibility. It's very important. That is the secret sauce. It's hard for a lot of people to do that too. It's exactly it's really usually, hard. It's, it's usually a one-way street when it comes to that. Yes. It's rare that that's a two-way street. Someone has to be reminded or someone has to be told, hey, you know, it's kind of lopsided. From my personal point of view, it's kind of lopsided. Yeah. And then all of a sudden somebody realizes, oh, shit, maybe it yeah. is lopsided. Yeah. And, and, and also what I've noticed is that sometimes it's, you know, when it is lopsided, it's because someone else feels like the community feels the exact same way the other person does. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. They feel, I don't know, betrayed or just unheard or unseen, all of those things. You know what I mean? And it's two people with the same, uh, with, with the same conversation but for some reason, there's a barrier in between and they can't get through it. It's the crazy. Yeah. That barrier is called the ego. (laughs) 
that's that, <laughs> there it is. There it is. Right. <laughs> but well, yeah, what happens if you're you feel like you're in the relationship and you're the one who's always taking responsibility for everything, you know? That's a problem. Yeah. That's if you're a like, problem, you, know, you would I, say I, I, when you're like when when you feel like in order to end the f- argument, I'm I he or she is always the one who's like, okay, I just want this argument to be over. Um, I'm sorry, I take responsibility if I you know. And they feel like, gosh, and the only way out of this is if I take responsibility. That's a problem. Then it then it warrants a conversation. It warrants a conversation. Look, the important conversations and the hard conversations that happen that have to happen between two people who are either in a relationship or plan to sleep with each other or who are sleeping with each other. Like you have to have these difficult conversations. I mean, most people who are just sleeping with with each other don't have the hard conversations. Most people who are in full-blown relationships and marriages don't have the important conversations. But you have to be willing to have these conversations. They're not easy. They're hard. I know I would rather not have them, but you have to just suck it up and put on, you know, your grown-up pants, whatever, and show up and lead with love and vulnerability. And you would say something like, hey, I love you. Sometimes I feel like, I'm the only one taking responsibility and it's starting to make me feel unloved, unseen, unheard, whatever. Get the vulnerability out. And if that person is just defensive, then you have what you would call a deeper problem in the relationship that would need to be addressed maybe with a third party. I don't know. But these are the things, um, you know, how a couple deals with conflict yeah really determines the quality of their relationship yeah like that's it yeah and you know what you're so be one would be so wise to figure that out early right a (laughs) hundred percent i tell people oh yeah i think a lot of people you know get involved you know my friends that i see and of course i'm sure myself in relationships is you get so you're so high on the newness of it and the excitement of it and the titillation of it and the lust of it that you just go, oh, the tough conversations. Fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. Yeah, we'll deal with that later. We'll do that, <laughs> totally. later. Do that later. And then all of a totally. sudden, you're, you're in something, and and you're you start, fucked. And you're fucked because you never, yeah. you never said how are we going to communicate? How are we going to yeah. argue? How are we going? Yeah. That's, that's why those, those are the relationships that end very, very quickly. That's well, the, they yes. don't. But I disagree. That's the I think marriage. Some, that's okay. The, oh yeah, really. I no, I hear what you're saying about the one-year marriage scenario, but I also think there's people who just get stuck in a something, and then they're just kind of buried, and they don't know how to. They don't know how to like. How do I have the conversation now? Like, I guess we could try couples therapy if the person's open to it. But they, they, you know, it's almost like there should be an. You know, it's funny we had a sex therapist on, and she was talking about these guides that people, you know, the stuff you never knew about sex that, uh, that you should know about, you know, your uh, about men and women and all this stuff. And it's, and it's like, uh, I don't know if there's, there's, there's books about it, but there should be a, a thing you go through. Like, okay, let's go through this checklist. This is how we're going to argue. This is how we're going to communicate. <laughs> this is how we're going to bring up the cringiest thing that we don't want to talk about because you don't, if you don't do that, then you're, then you're, so, you're, you're in too deep and it's so much harder, right? Yeah. I mean, what you're describing is foundation. Um, I've definitely been in situations before where you're in really deep and because of all that lust and, you know, that titillization, what is it? Titillization. I just like it because it has titty in it, but titillization. Yeah, exactly. It's a good one. (laughs) All the stuff like, so there's two things. That lust and stuff in the beginning is, is, I mean, we know why it's addictive. It's incredibly, um, 
it's incredibly fun. It reminds us that we're alive. And then you mm. throw in the fact that maybe so you may feel a little bored or unfulfilled in life and or maybe a little bit lonely. And then someone comes into your life and then all of a sudden you're reminded that you still have a beating pulse. Yeah. You're reminded of something inside of you that reminds you of when you were 15 years old. And that aliveness is what we are all seeking on a conscious and unconscious level. And this person brought it to you. But yeah. The truth remains that part of like, at least my message is that if you're dating, you have to really make sure that you're not a teenager dating. So when you are really enthusiastic about someone, you've got to process that enthusiasm and you have to go slow. Don't play house with a stranger and, <laughs> st and start to like, and you have to build a foundation and that's the foundation. So yes, to what, to, to your point. A lot of people will go really quickly and then they'll realize, oh my God, we have no foundation because yeah. we're fighting and our fights, like we have nothing to return to. There's no security. There's no safe haven to return to, but we're so attached to each other and we don't know where to go from there. And it's very hard to move to, to look back and, and not, and then have to build a foundation when you're already a year into the relationship. It's hard. I know. Yeah. Well, I a mean, lot of those relationships fail. Yeah. I I agree, man. Those I I was just about to say that. I said it sounds like I was about to say it sounds like you're just describing a failed relationship. You know what I mean? Anytime you I am. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's straight that's, up. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot, but maybe a really important lesson. So, you know, it's however which way you look at it. So it's a relationship that's not gonna last, but it's is it a failure? Well, in one way it is, in another way, hopefully it's a really valuable lesson. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I want you to tell us, because I'm sure lots of people are listening, and they go, okay, I, 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 what do I do next time? What do I, how do I start the conversation? I like someone. I'm so turned on by them. It's fun, but I've fucked it up so many times. What do I do this time? All right, we'll be right back. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Whenever I slip on my Tacova's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas. You'll see. 
They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. If you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. It's about a $30 value, and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at Tacovas.com. And we're back. We're back. All right. So for those who, who ha- agree with everything you said and are sitting listening to this going, mm-hmm, amen, and preach, um, what do you say? All right. Someone, let's, they're starting something new. They really like the person. The sex is great. Like they want to continue, you know, progressing with it. What do they do to build that foundation of communication? Communicate. Yeah. Communicate and go slow. So let me, let me describe a little bit more what I mean by that. So too many people are willing to get naked with strangers, but not have important conversations. <laughs> I love that. That's so and true. That it's very true. true. There's two things that she said that are so true. Playing house with a stranger, yeah. getting naked with a stranger. Yeah. No. Within, but so- within, within weeks, within days of days. meeting weeks, someone. Days. Listen, yeah. I, listen, I'm not going to lie. I met someone at a club, and within that day, within two days after that, it seemed like we were living together and doing having sex without condoms, like just yeah. well doing crazy, to the club. Yeah, just doing crazy dumb shit. Like, yeah. let's go. I know, but yeah. you know what you just said that really landed with me is that as humans, we're so more readily ready to be physically intimate than we are to be intimate with our hearts. Yes. And it's and our vulnerability and our vulnerability, which is interesting to me because, look, obviously there are people who can more easily detached emotionally from intercourse than there are others. But the reality is, if you're a man, you're a woman, you get attached after sex, you don't get attached after sex. There is a reality that we cannot deny, which is that sex complicates feelings. It does. It adds a dimension that complicates things. And I think that people really get into trouble when they bring sex to the table and they haven't had the in conversations about, hey, what are our expectations around this? Because a lot of people will have sex and their expectation is now we're in a relationship where someone else is like, no, you know? And I think that that's really, really incredibly important. So to answer your question is like someone who just moved quickly all the time in the past and they want to do things differently, go slow, wait. I really believe, and this is this is, has zero to do with morality. Everyone can do with their bodies what they want to. But for the people who have had the kind of crash and burn relationship before and they've gotten hurt before and they want to do things differently, like they really do, wait to have sex and have the important conversations about expectations, about boundaries, about 
about feelings and about, you know, where you want things to go. I th- this is what I want to impart so badly on people. It's so incredibly important. You can only good things can come out of that. And yeah. a lot of bad things can come out of doing the alternative. You also I have say, the person's I, attention because uh, the other person in the who might not be initiating this wants probably to have sex with you. Um and and so you've got their ears. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. You can be like, hey, uh, I'm attracted to you too, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I'm not doing that anymore uh, without without getting to know someone. So what yeah. let's let's have just let's have a little bit of a chat about what you expect from this. And 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 yeah, what this, and what all this stuff would have been helpful as a youth. You know what I yeah. mean? This conversation, Absolutely. all of these conversations when I first moved to Hollywood. When I first was starting to have sex, all of these things would have been, you know what I mean? Hindsight is definitely 2020 when it comes to how you take care of yourself and other people's uh, feelings and emotions. And, you yeah. know, and uh, that's not to say that you that there's anything wrong uh, with having casual sex if that's what's on the what's, what's on the program. But you but what sounds like what you're saying is uh, at least acknowledge that. Um Right. I think there has to be an acknowledge. I think there has to be a discussion about expectations. And look, you know, I'm all for we're responsible for ourselves. But, you know, I have just worked with so many people and there are so many people out there who are in these. I remember I was like I was interviewed for a podcast and the first question was like they asked me is, are you in a relationship? Are you single or is, is it complicated? And my answer was I would never be in something complicated. In the past, when I was younger, but in today, the last several years of my life, like I would not. And I want to help people not be in something complicated because Mm. it takes, I've seen people completely fuck up their lives being with the wrong person. Of course. Being with someone who who doesn't treat them well, being in the it's complicated scenario. And so- I think that if you are someone who wants just casual sex, that's fine. But you have to be really honest about it. And I do think, and this is this would be an interesting thing. I'd love to know both of your opinions on this is if you know that you want casual sex and then you meet someone who you know they want more, but they're telling you, no, no, it's okay because they don't want to lose you. Yeah. You can tell you could so easily tell yourself the story while well, they're responsible for them and they've told me that they're okay with it. But deep down, you know that they are compromising themselves in some way emotionally by staying in a physical relationship yeah. with you. At what point does it become your responsibility to be like, yeah. you know what? I really like you, but we can't see each other anymore. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Um, I think right away. I think the moment that as as a grown no, you up got, now, you can't be no. Listen, as a grown up, she said, no, 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 no. You can't be answering as a married guy with with kid. You you got to answer as when you were single and no, that's impossible, man. Come on, man. I was led by my penis. I wasn't led by my brain right. I know exactly, mind. exactly. But I'm saying you got to give the you as a married man of all these years now is going to be like he's not going. Well, why don't you give both perspectives? Yeah, All right, as a married man, as someone, if if my wife came to me and said, I want to see other people in 
but it does. I don't want it to be public, but I want to have an open relationship. Uh, but I still love what we have going on, but physically I'm not getting what I need or, <laughs> you know, whatever it is. <laughs> uh, and, and she would see in my face, I'd be like, fuck, that hurts. Um, uh, this is what you want for real. Uh, yeah. You know, I love you too, obviously. And, you know, um, yeah, I, I, shit, fuck. Uh, yeah. You know what? Because of our love, go for it. You know, um, uh, wow. It's a lot. That's heavy, but you know what? I love you. And she <laughs> couldn't tell that I'm fucked up right there. And she just lets it go at yeah. that moment in time. She doesn't love me. And she was bullshitting. And she just wants to go out and have casual sex with someone. And I need to. Well, I she definitely be- didn't love you if she just wanted to have casual sex with you anyway. Well, no, it's someone else I'm talking about. Oh, right, right, right. You know what I mean? She wants to go and yeah. have casual sex with someone else. Oh, she, right. She's already. Oh, I see what pro- you're saying. She's probably already done it already. Yeah, she's yeah, She's felt yeah. guilty. And now it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Let me no, go that's in. not love. Right. That's definitely she's, not love. She's been out of the relationship yeah. for a while. And I've been oblivious to it. Right. Yeah. Now. In my single days, yeah. if so, if I went to a young lady and was like, listen, we've been dating for a few months. I go to the club with you every night so you see what's out there too. <laughs> I really do enjoy, I really do enjoy our relationship. I enjoy the conversations we have. I am being led by my penis right now though. And I need to have so much sex, it's impossible for me to just, I don't think you can handle where I'm at right now. And she was like, yes, I can. I can. I swear, I can. Just don't leave me. Just stay. We can do this. I can. I can. I promise you I can. I'd probably be like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course right. you but would. I think a lot of people, those are funny, extreme Donald examples. But on a more day-to-day mm-hmm. thing, what you're saying is if you're having casual sex with someone, the odds are that one person in that relationship wants something more. And at a certain point, you're, um, you're not being a good person by allowing it to continue, right? I think it's about defining what integrity means for you and really defining the kind of person that you want to be and having your values and your principles uh, penetrate, <laughs> I use that word deliberately based on our conversation, but penetrate every, every aspect of your life. So you, I think you just have to ask yourself, like, am I in, in, am I behaving and acting out in integrity by staying in this relationship that is, cl- that is clearly not balanced? Like I'm running, I'm running the show. They clearly want more. And it's it's imbalanced. Yeah. And yeah. yes, it's it, the the balance, the scale is tipping towards my favor. But am I? Is this who I want to be? Yeah. Is it kind? It's not kind. I don't believe it is, or mature. That's what I was I trying after, to say. It's just a maturity. That's thing. what it is. Yeah, it, it it's a maturity down. thing. That's why it's the, it, the answer is if you're young, you're not living off of. Your mind, no, you're letting yeah. off your hormones and the dopamine yeah. that's being pumped 100%. through your body and stuff like that. And it's hard to. But there are a lot of middle-aged people, you know, 
people over the age of 35 who really should know better, who are still doing that. And I, I think that at least part of the work that I do is just trying to wake people up to ask themselves questions so that they can show up as just people who they can be pr proud of. I know. Really. Listen, I want to just, you just led me to one of your banger quotes that I love because mm -hmm. you guys need right, to follow, follow Jillian Tureki, T-U-R-E-C-K-I on Instagram because you have so many amazing quotes and not to diss you, but sometimes I'm like, Ooh, who said that? Where did she get that from? And it's her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all, it's all, it's all original content. No, you're great. You you really say things. I, I've sent so many of your things to people that need to hear it. Here's one that. I liked, and it was, once you decide that you're available, ready to let love in, and committed to building a meaningful relationship with someone, you will no longer pursue the attention of someone who isn't available to you. That is true. That is very true. How do we get out of that cycle of pursuing people? You know, there's a classic line in Annie Hall where he he's, he's um, scandal noted, but he's um, quoting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, we stole that from Dave. Pete Holmes. Um, <laughs> it's funny. He's quoting uh, Groucho Marx, I believe. But the line in any hall, scandal noted, is I would never want to be a part of any club that would have someone like me as a member. Yes, I know that quote well. So how do we get out of that trap of of? It's like it's like when someone likes us, we're like, oh, what's wrong with them? I have to go after the person that doesn't want me. That's so unhealthy, but it also feels such a part of the human condition. Um, so there's a couple of things here. One is there's a self-esteem issue if you are if one is constantly pursuing people who they have to chase. Yeah. Because it's very different than and then there's also an ego thing, which I think is something that men feel more, which is, you know, I'm going to chase this woman and I'm going to get her, you know, I'm going to woo her and I'm going to be the hero. And so I think that that's, that's different. I think pursuing someone is different than chasing someone. When you're chasing someone, they're running away from you and you're not reading the room <laughs> and chasing, you know, like pursuing something like there's, it's really an attractive, sexy thing when you're pursuing someone and they're open to you pursuing, right? They're receptive. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the dance. That's that the courtship. The I know that courtship very well. That's how yeah. my wife got me. She did the push you away, but come here. <laughs> it's a very confusing thing. But if you're open to playing that <laughs> dance, it's like a tango. If you're open to the push yes. and it's the pull, tango. the push and the pull, if you're open to it, it's a, yes. it's a lot of fun, and it's actually. A fine, it's very fun, but it's a fine line between it being fun and being just like hell, right? Yeah. And and not really going anywhere and then starting to feel like, I mean, at some point you just have to like grow up and be like, this person is playing games. Yeah. They're playing hard to get. Yeah. And I think, you know, I tell, because women have this this conditioned belief, if if I play hard to get, then my value goes up. It's like, no. You just have to be harder to get. Meaning if you know your value and you're then you're just not giving your heart. And this goes, this is not just women, but women have been conditioned to believe that you have to play hard to get. But everyone has to know their value enough that they're not just going to give their heart to anyone who's available to them. So the distinction between chasing, chasing is the person is really not giving you anything. Maybe they're giving you a little bit of crumbs, but they are not receptive to you. And they're just, 
you know, like the movie said, like they're just not that into you and you keep chasing them. So why do we do that? So that definitely comes from low self-esteem. It definitely comes from the ego trying to, um, you know, we play this game with ourselves. If I just got this person to love me, then I'm validated, then I'm significant. Or if I could be You know, a lot of people will go for the very troubled person. They'll go for the person with a really big problem, like a drug problem, for example. And they think, and their pattern is, and this is unconscious, if I can be the reason for this person's change, then I am worthy. And a lot of people think, you know, and this this is deeper stuff, they believe unconsciously that they don't really even deserve the love that they really want, or it wasn't modeled for them. Like they don't even, in their belief system, nowhere is there, yeah, like it doesn't actually have to be so hard. When you like someone and you choose someone, they should be choosing you back and that's how it goes. But for the person who's not attracted to someone who's emotionally unavailable, they got a little work to do on themselves. They right. have to ask themselves the really hard questions like, why am I, why is this amazing creature before me who wants me? I don't want them. I want the person who's like not actually that amazing, but I projected this whole ideal onto them and I want them. You got a little work to do. Yeah, what is that? So you're saying just to, just 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 extrapolate on that a little bit more because you're yeah. saying that's a self-esteem issue. So in are you implying that the person is um, lusting or, or, or wanting for someone who doesn't want them and has made up a story in their head that they're, that person, when they get them, will, will make them a better person and, and they don't feel whole without them. Well, there's a few things. So there's one thing, which is what you're saying is that, you know, a lot of people, we fall in love with our unconscious projections, you know, like a really immature, which, you know, I've been this, so it's not, it's not to diss anyone, but an immature approach to love is you meet someone and you project an entire ideal onto them. You're like, this is the one she's great. He's great. You know, my life is going to be so amazing. And still, instead of actually seeing the actual person who's in front of you and that's really immature. And that's what a lot of people do. And then there's the, a lot of people who will chase the unavailable, there is this sort of, and, and, and even be repelled by like the amazing person who is available. There's an unconscious narrative that says, what's wrong with them that they would be into me? Yeah. They, they literally think there's something wrong with the person who's actually into them and they will be repelled by that person. Got a little work to do. That's, 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 yeah, you know. It's deep. It is deep. But it's over, you can overcome it with work. You really can. But that's the thing, it's work. And a lot of people don't necessarily want to work on relationships, not at a young age, at least. It's way easier to be like, you know what, I'm good. But people want to be out of pain. Yeah, we're talking to the people, I, I, we're talking to lots of people, but I think we want to address the person who is over that and, and, and does want to overcome that. And uh, Jillian is going to solve all of their problems the second they get back from this commercial break. We'll be right back. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. 
In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval term. Apply. Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin designed, Texas tested, and handmade down in the boot making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Whenever I slip on my Tacova's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. If you can't make it into a store, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. It's about a $30 value, and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at Tacovas.com. So what kind of work does that person do, Jillian? They want to find love. They don't, they, they, you, you keep saying it's a self-esteem issue. Obviously, I imagine this would, would help with a therapist, but maybe some people can't afford therapy. They can afford self-help books maybe, but we also have better help as a sponsor you can consider. But um, what work do they need to do if you're, um, if, if you're having that self-esteem issue? Well, so if you're someone who consistently goes for the people who reject you, and you're not open to the people who actually want to love you, then it starts with asking yourself, it starts with curiosity. I think that people need to just first and foremost become self-aware. And so the first step, really, honestly, is just being aware of your pattern. Oh, that's my pattern. Like, what is that all about? Mm. And then getting really curious about it, about what, you know, one thing that you could do is think about all your past exes that may, or the people, even if they weren't even totally your exes, but all the people who you've chased in the past, whether they turned out to be relationships or not, what do they all have in common? Mm. What do they all have in common? What is, is there a certain quality in them that you are really attracted to? Because, and 
I'm sure that the two of you can attest to this, we cannot deny the influence that Hollywood has had on our conditioning when it comes to dating and relationships. It's like how Hollywood tells us how love is supposed to be, or we'll have, you know, we'll have a crush on an, on an actor or an actress. And we'll think that's the person that I want, you know, and then, and then we get, we get very stubborn about it. We have our blinders on and we think, I want this person. I got to get this person again, the projection of the ideal. So there's a conglomerate of influences. It could be that you didn't get the love and the attention that you deserved when you were a child. But it starts with asking yourself these questions. Yeah. There's another version of that. I am well aware that Hollywood has made me very, very attractive to uh, women. And that the level yeah. of, because I, before I became famous, the people that were attracted to me were not necessarily the people that are attracted to me now. Like, right. my, I did movies. Like, I remember going to clubs and wanting to dance with young women and those young women would be like, nah, get the fuck out of here. And then Clueless came out. And then all of a sudden, those women wanted to dance with me and wanted to do more things with me. So I'm yes. well aware of the glow up that Hollywood gives you when, you know, when it, it, was it the ugly duckling thing? I'm well aware of how, how, you know, when you're perceived to have a little bit of money or you're perceived to be a little bit cooler or... If Stacey Fame. Dash played your TV or your 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 movie girlfriend, I get how that can freaking make a bunch of people be like, "Oh, he's kind of cute." Yeah. Um that shit is that shit is real. That's the other version of it though, too. You know what I mean? It's like, "All right, what if you're out there and you're successful, you have a lot of things going for you, um and you run into there's games in Hollywood. There's, you know what I mean? It, this is the town I'm going to tell you games. exactly what. I'm going to tell to this, so to, to the celebrity or the rising celebrity who's single and is looking for someone, go for the person who actually would, does not want to date an actor or celebrity. And go for that person who's extremely skeptical about dating you. <laughs> because of your celebrity. <laughs> Yeah, Donald, for when you're back out there on the market. I'll never be back there on the market. Well, I hope. I hope I'm listen. Well, you just said that Casey's shopping around for uh, booty calls. Uh, Is your wife so. a celebrity? My yes. wife was a celebrity at one well, point. Well, she's kind of a okay. celebrity. Okay. My wife was a celebrity at one point and she's she she claims that she's not anymore. I still think she is. Oh, well, of course. She'll always be a celebrity in your eyes. But so or you can go for another celebrity. But if you're going to go for a non-celebrity, go for the one who's just like, yeah, I don't know. Like the fact that you are famous is, might be a problem for me. All right. Let's That's get off fame because for. most of our listeners uh, are not famous. Are not actors. famous. I'm going to drop but a- let's I'm just talk about- Brad Pitt listens to our fucking yeah, other podcast. than Brad Pitt and David Fincher who okay, love our podcast. Let's, let's not, let's not, Harry can Scott, I drop, all these people. Can I drop another uh, Jillian Tarecki quote that I like? Sure. Okay. You want a relationship. You meet someone you feel connected to and compatible with. Mm. They tell you they think you're great, but they can't be in a relationship right now. You say, okay, I understand. You still continue to date them. This is what self-abandonment looks like. How are you in a yes. relationship with someone who says they don't, doesn't, don't want to relate? I, I don't understand how that works. So there's this term that is frequently used in the zeitgeist right now. And I kind of love it because I think that it describes things pretty well. It's called a situationship. 
And remember earlier I said about being in something complicated. And these are this is usually a relation a relationship. I put this in quotes between two people where it's very imbalanced. Basically, one person wants more and the other person wants less. Mm. But because they're not communicating and because they're, you know, they're not able to let go of whatever attachment they have to each other, they continue on. They're in and a situationship. Is, they're in a situationship. And that really is to recover from that is pretty hardcore because then you really are compromised. Look, here's the thing. The fear of rejection, the fear of abandonment, the fear of not being enough, the low self-esteem stuff. These are all things that we all grapple with. That's all part of the human condition. But when it really takes over, when it becomes part of our narrative, maybe that is something from childhood. Maybe that's something that happened because of something that happened later in life. What you start to, and it can be tricky because you can have a lot of, you can have a lot of um, confidence in certain areas of your life, but when it comes to love, you see it go down. But the reality is, is that this is when people are gambling away their principles, their boundaries, their values, just so that they can either be in a relationship because they feel really lonely, coupled with a belief system that there's no one else better out there. Mm. And then they stay in something because, oh, it's better than being alone or, you know, it's better than nothing. Or or, I don't that, wanna, or, they're, I, or they're eventually going to change their mind. Or they're exactly. Or they're eventually going to change their mind. And that is the biggest lie ever. Yeah. People they're not going to change their people mind. People stay in a relationship for, for a decade over. over yeah. They're eventually gonna or change I can change mind. them. Yeah. They're not going to change. Hundred. No, they're not. And you shouldn't be with someone with whom you think that with whom you believe they should change. You have to love people for who they are. I think that the I think it's a fair expectation. If you are someone who values growth, that you be in a relationship with someone who values growth as well, who's going to take a look at their own stuff, who's going to get help, who's going to want to be a better person. And. And you can't change, you can't get into a relationship with someone and fundamentally want to change who they are. You either love them all or you shouldn't be with them. Yeah. I, by the way, I think that that's a crucial thing right there is, is not projecting onto someone who you think they're going to be. That's your meaning in talking with who they are and that, mm. and, 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 and choose that or don't choose that. But don't get into something where, wow, they're great. Here, I'm gonna, it's going to lead me to another uh, Jillian quote. Um, it dovetails perfectly with this one, which I love. When you fall in love with someone's potential, instead of where they legitimately are now, you'll become their coach, their therapist, their healer, and ultimately their parent. You don't want this, and they don't want it either. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Preach. Preach. Mm. Mm. It's a really common that's, pattern. That's fucking really a good one because I think so many people listening are going mm, right now. <laughs> <laughs> Whether they're checking themselves or they're or they're the or they're the person that no, you're just checking yourself right now. That's what when you go, mm, you're checking yourself right then and there. Mm. Right. So if you're starting something new, if you're uh, if you're let, let's say you're listening and you're in something new or or thinking about getting out of something, I think that's really important to look at. Like 
assume this person's not going to change. Do you want this? You're not signing up to be someone's coach, therapist. They don't want that. You don't want that. Exactly. It's a really common pattern where people will date projects instead of people. And there's a lot that goes into that. One is if someone, if you can change them. Okay. So let's say, like I said earlier, if you have a habit of dating someone who dating people who always have like a really big problem, you get a lot of significance being the same one in the relationship. And so you can be like the, the healer or the coach. And then that boosts your ego. Cause you're like, well, I'm the person who knows what's up. They're not. And, um, and not only that, if you don't feel enough as you are, you will get into relationships where you fulfill a role that might be very similar from childhood, like being the fixer, pleaser, helper, healer, coach. And you think, this is how I'm needed. Because if you don't believe that you could really be loved for who you are, you will figure out a way to be needed in a relationship. And it becomes a thing where two people sort of find each other, the broken bird and the healer, whatever, the fixer. And they sort of build a relationship based on this dynamic. But neither one really ends up feeling very fulfilled. Yeah. Those relationships end too. Yes. Or they last forever. No, they honestly. last a really, really long time. And, pe- and then when they break up and everything like that, everybody was like, everybody's like, you two were miserable for so yeah. long. So yeah. miserable. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You and- were horrible to be around. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, look, I mean, hmm, I don't know, some relationships, it's like, here's the, the reality, the truth is, there are some relationships that we could look at from the outside looking in and say, oh my God, I wouldn't, I don't want that relationship. But for some reason, it, it works. works for them. Yeah. It works for them. It's not something that you would ever choose. So it's kind of mysterious, but you know, I think at the end of the day, and all roads of our conversation lead to this, who you choose matters. Yes. Like, there's two things. It's who we are in a relationship, how we show up, and who we choose. Those are the two things. Yeah, because let's be honest. I'm sorry. This is going to be generic, but do people really change that much? Well, this is a pretty... Deep, this is a deeper philosophical co- conversation than than you might think. On the one hand, we're always changing. We're always evolving. And on the other hand, there's a lot of people who don't change much at all. I don't mean to say that people can evolve and work on themselves and get better. Of course, I believe in that. But I'm saying you really need to choose the person for who they are when you meet them. Because in the macro, that's... Here's another quote. It's not yours, but it's one I like too. The same red flags you ignore in the beginning will be the That's same reason. That's you? Yes. God, you're fucking amazing. This one didn't even have your name on it, and I loved it. All right. I take yeah. it back. Here's yeah. here's another one from Jillian. The same, by the way, people are fucking stealing your quotes. The same red flags you ignore in the beginning will be the same reason it all ends. 
Yeah, I, I don't, I, I, I think my words were a little bit different, but this, the, the reason, the same red flags that you ignore in the beginning will be the reason why the relationship ends. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that says it all kind of like, it does. You have to choose, you have to choose what you want, not a project, not someone you're going to change at all and assume they're not going to change. Yes. And, and, because I think that we can hold two truths at the same time. If you're going to be in a marriage or a relationship that's going to span many, many years and decades, you also have to get comfortable with the different versions of who that person will become. There was a beautiful quote. This is not mine. And I've, I'm, the author of the quote is escaping me, which is tragic, but it's not mm. mine. But, it's, but it says, um, to love someone long-term is to attend a thousand funerals of the person they used to be. Mm. And so I think that it's, it's both. Yes, you have to, when you're dating, if you can't say this person could never change and that is okay with me. Heidi, Heidi Preet. Pribe. Yeah. I, I, yeah. So thank you. So I know that quote well, actually. Yeah, Donald. It's a beautiful one. Hey, keep up in the chat, Donald, and try to act like he knew it. Oh, that's Heidi Pryor. It's, 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 yeah. it's, 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 it's I, I true. I know it well. Yeah. So I think that on the one hand, we're going to go through, you know, many different variations of who we are. But yeah, I think that for those who are dating and are think are considering taking their relationship to a more committed stage, you have to ask yourself, if this person were never to change, do I accept them? Yes. Wholly. Yes. And don't take on, don't, and, and, and don't take on a project um, that's going to uh, um, involve trying to turn them into something that they're not. Yeah. That's, it's a lot of people do that. A lot of people do that. Yeah, and, a lot and of people it, and, try and it, to change each other all the and, time, and that ends in tears. Always, um, yeah. Jillian, this has been How very important. Is did you know that forty six percent of us don't take all our vacation days, even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Whenever I slip on my Tacova's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. If you can't make it into a store, 
Tecovis delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tecovis has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on tecovis.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. It's about a $30 value, and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at Tacovas.com. What kind of fun is waiting for you at Kings Island? The holy cow, we're way too high, and here comes the drop kind of fun. The make a splash all summer kind of fun. The, I can't believe I ate that whole funnel cake. Let's get another kind of fun. But most importantly, at Kings Island, you'll find for the fun of it kind of fun. Don't wait to start your fun season. Kings Island is now open on weekends. Sex, let's talk about it. Oh my God. <laughs> we can. Okay. How important is sex in relationships? And what is sex in a relationship after a relationship has been when sex is when sex is still fun and you still enjoy it and everything like that but at some point sex becomes an appointment depending on what your relationship is and that's not always fun at some point in some points it's not as spontaneous it's not as exciting yes that's that's the word i'm looking for it's not as exciting as it used to be and stuff like that but you still want to do it and you still want to fulfill and you still want to give and you still want to you know what i mean in relationships, how important, like, I feel it's very important. That's me personally. Um, I, I well, I think every couple's different. I believe different. my wife feels it's very important as well. Great. You know what I mean? Good. It's, um, that's good that you're on the same page. Uh, but, you know, that, but that's, but there's that also. What is the same page? How do you get on this? You know what I mean? Like, when I that's want it isn't necessarily when I want it isn't necessarily when she wants it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I just heard this for the first time. Sex and uh, and tell me if this is you also. When you <laughs> get no is. in a relationship from your spouse, it's not that they're saying no to you. They're saying no. I don't want it necessarily at this time or that type of sex right now. Okay, so yeah, you just asked her like forty questions, but you're like, I know, I know. But I, listen, listen. I had. I've been holding it in. I've been trying. I've been waiting to ask this question. You've been waiting to ask a sex question. All right, go ahead, Jillian. Answer so, one of those. It depends on the couple, right? Like three times a week for one couple could be a lot, and for another couple, it's not enough. So it really depends on the couple. Um, not everyone. Uh, sex doesn't carry the same meaning for everyone. It, it, again, it depends on the couple. I think that, um, though, overall, sex is a very important part of a relationship. I think it needs to be discussed. I think it needs to be given freely. And I think that, look, the sex in the first six months of a relationship is obviously not the same sex six years in. But in some ways, it could be better. Like you could do workshops together about like really connecting emotionally and eye gazing and doing <laughs> you, there's so many like fun erotic things that you can do. I think that people get um, bogged down with stress and they stop 
doing the things that they did in the beginning of the relationship. And a really important part of relationship that I think goes hand in hand with sex is playfulness and like continuing to be playful. And what gets in the way of playfulness are stress. Kids, feel like kids get in the way that. of playfulness. Yeah. <laughs> or you can learn from your kids about what play really is and adopt that into your lives. Sure, I understand that it gets difficult with kids, but you just have to make it a priority. You have to make connecting a priority. And and you have and like honestly, there's so many women who have affairs. There's more women who have affairs who cheat on their Thank husbands you. than the other way. I was around. gonna say this really? too. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. But this is important. What is the woman missing? She's missing the romance. Right. Whatever it so is. So it's but that's whatever important. It is, but if but the this guy is important because you asked the question the guy, about sex. But, but no he's, doubt, I but know, if, he's a tool. He's a fucking dickhead all of a sudden. He's a yeah. cheat. You fucking asshole. I'm gonna yeah. ruin you. You're dead. You're over. But but at the same time, she could have been doing it the whole time behind his back. And, yeah, and, no, there's and, a lot of infidelity. Yeah. There's a lot of infidelity. But, you know, I think that foreplay is really, really important. I think staying connected is really important. I mean, these are the things that kind of build up sexual energy. And I think that it's important if it's a man and a woman who are in a relationship together, there has to be communication because what is going to satisfy the man is not necessarily what's going to satisfy the woman. Most women want the romance. They want to, they want to feel connected. You know, they can't just very few women can consistently just do the deed and feel fulfilled by that. So it's all a conversation, but yeah, I think sex is a very important part of a relationship. And I think it's something that you have to pay attention to when you're in a long-term relationship. I think it's, that's where a lot of work has to be done also in relationships. Also the communication about what you have, what, cause that evolves also. That's not yeah. the only thing that evolved, you know, pe- people, people's desires and wants evolve. Um, Definitely. And, and you have to be open to hearing it and you have to be open to saying what you want also. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think I think I think that's just as important. That, that's what I was trying to say. I, I I I believe I believe communication in all aspects of your relationship. If that's the, if your relationships, the universe, the planets are little pockets of communication <laughs> that need to continuously be uh, that, uh, visited. I'm with you on that. That need to be explored. 100%. 100%. 100%. I want to just end with one quote. I don't know if this is yours, but I like this one a lot, and I want to know um, your thoughts on it. The best piece of dating advice I've ever received is this. If they like you, you'll know. If they don't, you'll be confused. Honestly, it's all you need to know. Yes, that's Yes, not my quote. (laughs) But that's pretty great, right? Don't you think that's good? That's great advice. (laughs) Yeah. If you I if think they you'll like know. you, you'll know. Yeah. If you're confused, if you're if you're listening to this right now and there's a person you're pursuing or you're hanging out with or you hooked up a few times or and you and in the text conversation and you're confused, that's all you need to know, right? I mean, that's all you need to know, but I would always I always encourage people to communicate. I always say, you know, if you're confused, bring up, say, "Hey, I'm confused." Like, "Are you into me? Are you into this?" because it does. It would seem as so as though you're not. Right before you before you go, I'm out. Communicate because I think that there's so many people. I mean, obviously, young kids. You know, you, I used to think that like only kids and twenty somethings and teenagers played 
games. That shit happens till you die, I assume. Because I, I mean, my my stepmother's dating in her 80s, and she'll tell me about games people are playing. No and, way, really? Yeah. You know, they're just not being, but, they're not communicating but all clearly. Games are, are, but all, don't all games, aren't all games played for sex, though? Isn't that what that No, no, I'm like, talking, I'm not talking about sex. I'm talking about you're pursuing someone and when they, if they like you, they're, they'll communicate and, and you'll know if they, if there's games being played and there's, and you're confused, what Jillian is saying, step one, openly communicate. I'm confused. Are you into this or not? But then if it continues, you have all the knowledge you need. Yeah, you got to be out. Never chase. Never, ever, ever chase. No. no and never change yourself. Creepy. I like what she said. If she said, I like what she said. If you're chasing, if you're chasing, they're running away from you. They're running. They're running. (laughs) They're running. The definition of chasing is that you're the person Uh, that you are trying to get to is trying to run away from you. Trying to get away from you. Exactly. Yeah, it's confusing. 100%. It's confusing though because that person running away will still turn around a couple of times and, and give you like a little kiss, and then but then right. like. But if then, you know who you are and you're so clear in your center and you're so clear about what you want, that game, if when it's really played, you're gonna be like, yeah, I'm bored. Yeah, I'm bored because in order for the for the 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 dance to be fun, you gotta be. Like you gotta be getting something. You gotta be getting something. Otherwise, know, what you, you're think, not creating anything. I know, but I think that there's a part of that game is that the person doesn't just ghost you or is just disappeared. They they throw little breadcrumbs that are confusing. That's yeah. That's, walk that's, away from that. Yeah, walk, walk away yeah. from that. Because walk away. From, walk ten, away. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone, no you hear that? Jillian is telling you this is a message, an intervention for you that need to hear the this. The minute right you now. walk away, walk their away. intent will become very clear, though. If they if they were throwing breadcrumbs, they'll say whoa 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 whoa. Yeah, but just breadcrumbs that I was throwing. That could be more bro. bullshit games, bro. That no, could be it's like, the whoa, same whoa, whoa. thing. It'll it's be the just same. like it's this. What we though. all do, though, it's like let's get close. No, 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 not too close. Let's get close, not too close. Yeah. And I think that this is something that a lot of us do, and it's 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 we have to become aware of it. Never accept crumbs and convince yourself it's a meal. Yes, right. preach. You walk away. If they, and they might even present the meal. They might even be like, wait, hold on. I was trying to lead you to this. No. Yeah. And here's the pie. But that's just games so they can keep you in their fucking stable, in their quiver. Yeah. It's very, very true. Sometimes it's, it's true. all right to be a hoe. All right? Listen. How did you get I've to that conclusion? somebody's hoe. How did you get to that conclusion? And therefore, it's okay to be a hoe. What do you mean? Because sometimes, listen, sometimes, listen. I'm all about I'm all about enjoying yourself and experiencing your life and everything like that and and getting out there I uh, I feel I feel in your youth or in your I don't I don't judge anybody when it comes to uh how you uh are sexually but when it comes to the mind and it comes to the brain uh and playing games with that I have a real hard time with that's that's trust issues, and I'll be ready to fight somebody. Right. Yeah. When it comes to the sexual games, please play on, player. Play <laughs> no, on. No, but what Jillian is saying is just communicate. There's nothing wrong with casual sex if if everyone's down with the program and there's communication. Of course, go nuts. Yeah. But it's when you start misleading people um, and not being authentic and not having integrity that uh, or lying to yourself. Lying to yourself, saying it's okay when it's really not. 
because you're desperate. Mm, Yeah. And recognizing that you're desperate. That's something that a lot of people can't do also. It's very taboo. And I think that I, you know, I, I want to, I try to tell people, you know, we have to, everyone has felt desperate before. Mm -hmm. Everyone desperate. And what is it desperate for? Love, attention, attention, connection, touch. Yeah. Spooning. To be heard. To be heard. heard. But when our desire for love is stronger than our self-respect, that's when we really will betray ourselves. And that's when we look foolish. We look like freaking the Joker. Was that that (laughs) picture of Joaquin Phoenix in the suit with the... With the with the with the clown face on, yeah, it's the meme that's out there, and the top of it is like when she said she'll be ready in fifteen minutes, and it's already been two hours, and you're still waiting, and he's standing there with the clown suit. <laughs> All right, Jillian, this has been amazing. Tell our listeners um, how they find you and 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 your name of your podcasts. Yeah, so my podcast is Jillian on Love. You can get it, you know, basically anywhere, Apple, Spotify, and my name, Jillian Tarecki. So you can find me Instagram, Jillian Tarecki, TikTok, Twitter, threads, you know, my website, JillianTarecki.com. All right, great. Thank you. You're so helpful. And and I love you. your quotes. I think they really, you know, sometimes you stumble across a good quote and it's everything you need to hear that day. And uh, so thank you for for sharing that with with the world. I appreciate that very much. Thank you. All right. Thanks well, a lot. I appreciate you for being on the show. Yeah, me too. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. That was great, by the way. Yeah, it, it was, was. What I heard cool. was amazing. She yeah, was just great. she just really drops knowledge that mm. people need to hear, and I certainly need to hear. Let's take a break. We'll be right back after these fine words. This segment of Fake Doctors. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Real Friends is brought to you by T-Mobile 5G Home Internet, protecting you from exploding bills with a price lock guarantee. Visit T-Mobile.com slash Zach to check availability. One day they'll make a Donald one for you. All right, Joelle, uh, go ahead with the letter that you have. Hi, Joelle. I hope that you're doing wonderfully. I would like to express my appreciation for Fake Doctors, Real Friends, and share an idea for the next iteration of Fake Doctors podcast. Thank you to Daniel, Zach, and Donald for bringing fans of the podcast immeasurable joy since 2020. Donald's legendary voice, even while yelling, Zach's passion, your infectious laugh, and Daniel's humility helped me endure some of the hardest days and nights with my teenage son, who has a chronic pain condition. My partner and I both work and care for our two boys full-time, every day, always. We are 100% dedicated to our boys, but there is very little time for ourselves as individuals or as a couple. Scrubs continues to be my favorite comedy, and it is a delightful listen to stories and interviews with cast members. Bill Lawrence's friendly, quote, takeovers of the podcast are so hilarious. Sometimes I cannot believe how hard I am laughing while listening. I just really appreciate you all. I imagine you have an amazing idea for what happens after the rewatch of season eight is complete, 
Yes. <laughs> My idea is six degrees of scrubs or something along those lines. The idea centers around the notion that we are all connected by six degrees of people. Zach and Donald could interview really anyone, family, friends, doctors, actors, performers, directors, musicians, producers, crew, artists within six degrees of scrubs. They could explain the connection and jump in the interview. For instance, uh, Taryn Kellum played Jimmy, the overly touchy orderly. Yes. Uh, Taryn guested on How I Met Your Mother with Jason Siegel, who starred in Forgetting Sarah Marshall with Kristen Bell. So Kristen can be your guest on Six Degrees of Scrubs with Fake Doctors Real <laughs> Friends with Zach and Donald. Best wishes to you all with appreciation, Laura C. That's I great. I love this. That's because great. then it could even be like, you know, the person who fixed my leg slash uh, his, his, you know, uh, uh, he's one of the biggest surgeons in California, in the world, actually. Uh, Neil Alatrosh, he did my, uh, he did my knee. He does, he did Kobe's knee. He did everybody, LeBron, he did everybody. You oh, know what I mean? So what you're saying Six is degrees. this gives us a reason to have LeBron on the show because we're two degrees from LeBron? <laughs> exactly. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. That's how it works. That is a good idea. That is a good idea. Um, I, I like that. I also love what we're doing. I mean, we're we're having interesting people on of all types. Sometimes, but it's be all the same thing, though. The Surgeon General. I'm sure we can find the six Obama. Degrees to we the can Surgeon get Obama. General. He's two you degrees I mean? from Obama. You know what I mean? I'm sure we can find the dots that connected. That's such a great idea. Who? What's her name? Laura. Laura. C. Laura C. Thank you. Love Laura your C. idea. Great idea. Thank you, Laura C. I mean, we'll we'll we will pursue that. I just saw Taryn, by the way, in um Spam a lot. Yeah. Uh, Dude, he's in he's in that with Jimmy Schmagula. Jimmy Schmagula, I see you in Spam a lot, baby. Yeah, Doing it big. And, and Michael Yuri and Chris Fitzgerald and lots of people. It's very funny. Uh if you're in New York, I recommend it. They're not in the um both Michael Yuri and Taryn aren't in it very long because Michael's going back to the hit show shrinking. Yes. Um, but go that check was. out Spam a lot. Yeah, with my with my good buddy Jimmy Schmagula. Me and him have known each other since we were kids. All right, that and was. Jimmy Schmagula. Um, great idea. Thank you for your letter, and please continue to write us letters. Uh, you might be chosen to be read on this very podcast. And uh, Joelle, thank you for booking Jillian Tarecki. She was uh, perfect. Thanks, T-Mobile. If you're over exploding internet bills, visit T-Mobile.com slash Zach and find out how new and existing customers get T-Mobile's price lock guarantee for home internet. You know, I do have to give... Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. T-Mobile, a genuine shout-out right now. Please, yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, what let me a tell you freaking something. weekend, bro. Oh. T-Mobile solved something that has always annoyed me. Um, on Whenever I'm on an airline, and now it's been two airlines in a row, both American and Alaska, and you're trying to get on the Wi-Fi, mm. and it's always, I never remember my password, and the shit never works, and it's always and effed you gotta up. you got to pay a fee. Yeah, and then it's just, it's always annoying. 
T-Mobile has this new thing on lots of airlines, including Daniel can look up which ones, but I've just flew, I fly American all the time and I just flew Alaska. And literally, if you're a T-Mobile customer, the second you get on the plane, all you do is put in your T-Mobile phone number and then Wi-Fi is on and it's free. I mean, I said to the guys when we saw them this weekend, I go, that is such a smart thing to do because you've taken something that's so annoying, a little pestery annoying thing, and you've solved it instantly. And it makes customers like me very happy. Oh, wow. Your airlines are Alaska, American, Delta, and United. There, there you go. go. All those airlines, if you're a T-Mobile customer, it. you just go on and get put in your phone number and it's free and that's all you have to do. So there you go. There's a team. I was also out. saying, I was also saying how wonderful the weekend was. You know, we had such a great time and the race was sponsored by T-Mobile and Heineken. Yeah. I just want to shout out T-Mobile for one, bring Zach and I down there, but also uh, bringing Common down, uh, intro- making it so I had the opportunity to meet Brad Pitt mm-hmm. and David Fincher. You know what I mean? Like, we're one day, we're one degree away from Brad Pitt now. He can come on the show thanks to the, the new rules of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Joel, you missed that up top. They met David Fincher and Brad Pitt. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just this yeah. weekend. See what happens alone. when you come late to the show, Joel. I'm so sorry. I <laughs> Just this weekend alone in Vegas. That's amazing. Oh I, my God. I, I don't know if you could hear it in my voice, but I am dehydrated. <laughs> Y'all barking hard. And you didn't get that hammered. No, and I didn't get that. I kept it together because I roll with a sober lad nowadays. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so I can't get too shit-faced because the last thing I would want it's to have to have my friend carry me out of a club because I'm too wasted. It's nice to wake up in Vegas completely with no hangover. It's not something I did until this age. Facts. Nice. You know what else is nice in Vegas? Winning. What? It doesn't happen often. Oh, we were getting crushed. We were at this table and this dude, had this dealer had such a winning streak. I was just like, was I'd like never seen anything. Like, if this dude had, was betting his own money, he would have just like bought a new house. He was on ah. fire. Crazy. And Donald and I are just sitting there with like but just never our, heads, our heads, our heads on the cushion. You get 20, he got 21. You get yeah. 21, he got 21. Yeah. Uh, you got 19, he got 20. Yeah. You get 18, guess what he got? 19. 19. Yeah. Couldn't, we, couldn't we, beat ahead. Damn. we couldn't beat him. And he never took a break. I was like, aren't you due for a break? That doesn't <laughs> matter. It's not here. here. And then they're sitting there like, it's not me. It's the box. It's not me. It's the computer in the box. What's happening in that box? Let's talk about it. What the Dear fuck's Vegas, happening? One, why did we change the odds? Yeah, by the way, the blackjack, unless you're betting in a certain room over a certain amount, it doesn't pay out what it used to. Why don't really? those odds change? Yeah, what is it? What is it, Donald? I don't understand the wording I of it. I think it's, it's like five to six now. Oh. What? And it used to be three to two. Is that correct? Two to three. I don't know how to, I don't know what even that means. It doesn't pay out what it used to pay out. Damn. It means, it means if you bet five, it pays six. When it used to be, you pay two, it bet, it gives you three. Right. right. Well, they just subtly that changed sucks. that. They just changed <laughs> that, by the way. I didn't even know that, but they decided they found a way to make more money. And they I'm just sure. changed huh. that. They just changed yeah. that rule. Of course. You have to be in a certain room. I think it was betting over 300 uh, a hand to get oh the better God. odds. That's crazy. Well, they got, they got to pay for that sphere somehow. So. <laughs> <laughs> do, do all of the owners of the casinos have to pay no. for that sphere? No, 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 no. but the I'm sphere. Stupid joke. I heard some insane figure like the sphere would have to sell out every night for like thirty-five years to make its money back. Damn! What? You know what they wow. should do? I don't know they if that's true, sh- but Google it. Like the sphere, like the that. sphere is amazing and it's so cool. It's crazy, but, to look but at. I think it costs way more money than they ever thought it would because and this is just anecdotally. I heard. I don't know if it's true. So, mm. Joel, take it for what it's worth. 
Joel can Google it. But they they didn't account for the heat of Vegas. So all of those sensors, all of the um, LEDs on the outside have to be cooled Mm -hmm. all the time. And so I think the cost got so astronomical that the thing is never going to recoup what it costs. That's what I heard. Yes, sir. Speaking of spheres. The answer is yes. Can we talk about Ahsoka now? Oh, we, we're not talking about the same. I thought you were talking about Beyonce coming to the sphere. I was like, I'm getting my money ready. Uh, <laughs> well, shoot. I'm talking about vo- the the the, mm-hmm. the volume. I'm talking about how it was not <laughs> used that much in Ahsoka because they went on location. They sure I'm did. talking about lightsaber battles hey. with Balin's skull and Shin Hati. R.I.P. Balin. I'm talking about... I'm talking about Ahsoka Tano and Sabim Wren. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Can she use the force? Okay. I'm since, talking since about Chapa. Only four <laughs> listeners care about this. We should probably That's bullshit, bud. There's a whole bunch of people right now who have been waiting to find out what me and Joelle <laughs> think. Oh. Let's see if we can keep it under two minutes. We'll keep it very tight. I'll say episode five, legendary. Love seeing uh, Ahsoka back with her guy uh, fighting. I say episode out. three and on, baby. From the one, the one <laughs> where we fly, we fly now. Yeah, oh yeah. my god, when they're flying with the purgle. Oh my cool. god. Oh my God! He Are really you kidding me? The soundtrack. Oh my goodness good gracious! Kevin kind of really showed up. Did he his did thing. his thing. Yeah, he did. If you're a Star Wars fan, this show is for you. If you're mm-hmm. not a Star Wars fan, you know I don't care. I really don't care <laughs> if you have problems with it or if it doesn't matter. If you're upset about it, I don't care. But that shit was fire! It hit. It hit. I really enjoyed the majority of that show. She's uh, the right. majority. That's our uh, Star Wars uh, roundup, everybody. <laughs> um, so glad that we had it. Uh, apparently, it's fire. Apparently, they don't use the volume that much. Uh, they go to location. That's a good recap, Zach. Thank you. <laughs> God, the volume got canceled real quick. That was like the, it's like the uh, the backlash to the backlash to the thing that just begun. No, I don't think it's gotten canceled yet. I think No, I mean, it's just, it's just funny. Like it happened and it was so cool and everyone's like, holy shit, this is revolutionary. And everyone's like, oh, not another show in the fucking volume that just looks like it's on one <laughs> yeah, set. Yeah, I think committing an entire series to the volume is going to end. I think we'll yeah. start using yeah. it for very It'll be used for special things. things. Yeah. 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 All right, fans, uh, listeners, we love you. Thanks for tuning in. Um, and we're going to start talking about Scrubs again. Yay. Yeah. Um, really soon. You might get one this week. How about that? You'll get one next week. You'll no, you're going to get it next, next week. week. Oh, you don't want to do it? I thought we were going to do a special Thanksgiving drop. No. No one's going to listen on Thanksgiving, bro. How much do you want to bet they do? I bet you they won't. The holidays I bet you are they won't. very low listeners. Yeah. Yeah, don't really it's because know. you guys don't know nothing about analytics like me. <laughs> okay, all right. All I right. think Joelle and Dan will probably know more about analytics. You guys than you. know very little about analytics. I don't think you've I ever seen. Have you ever okay. seen a podcast yeah. listening graph, Donald? Oh my gosh! All the time in my mind. <laughs> He's I, in, my in mind. my mind, I have I have seen a graph in my mind, and we're all the ways on. We're always on top. All right, always in my, on, top. on my graph, um, Donald. Since you were were Joelle today. Yes. We're going to let you count out 
What? You we're gonna give you, we wanna we wanna do something um, about honoring you. You honor me. You 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 you, you, you honor me. So wow, you truly do honor me. Thank you. Count us out, baby. Five, six, Here's seven, some eight. stories about a show we made about a bunch of docs and nurses in a Canada who love to hate. I said, here's a story. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey guys, I've been telling you about how we are big fans of Tacova's boots. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for our listeners. Tacova's will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R E A L F R I E N D S. That's T E C O. V-A-S dot com and point your toes west. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.